welcome to season two. Well, kind of feels like a season two. Welcome to the St. Canard Files of Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and I'm Mike Russo. I got nothing funny to say today because we're done with Darkwing Duck episodes. Oh, man, you had to bring that up already, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so what's going on, Mike? Uh, not much. How have you been? I've been good, man. Just uh, it's a little weird recording today, man, you know? Uh, <laughs> well, it, it's weird knowing all the episodes are done. Yeah, it's done. And, you know, like these are no longer like just bonus episodes to buy us time or anything. Like Mm-mm. we are done. <laughs> weird feeling. I didn't have to watch an episode before we recorded this one. Yeah. You know, but you actually had a pretty good idea of something you wanted to do today. And then, um, as we discussed before, you know, the podcast is not dead, we will keep it alive um next week we'll probably uh have another episode of a comic review from uh one of the disney adventures with me and stan um and then mike we might take a break after that right yeah a little bit i think we deserve it yeah we'll take a break and then uh are we going straight to boom i think so okay and then uh after boom definitely dangerous um yeah i guess more or less i mean boom will be all those issues and then we'll talk about definitively dangerous because it's it's all the same stories but we will do that and then we'll move on to joe books okay so, okay, so after uh boom definitely dangerous uh we, we're not gonna hit dangerous currency we'll stick dangerous currency on the end of boom and then okay. we'll pick up with the joe book stuff which is that's where definitively dangerous comes from so we'll figure this one out I, you know, before we get into what we're going to talk about today, right. I kind of get mixed opinions. I, I, I hear, I think, mostly from casual fans that mm. they prefer Definitively Dangerous. I, I hear more from the diehards that they prefer to Joe Books. Where are you at on this? Well, Definitively Dangerous was published by Joe Books. Okay. Well, the Boom series then. Yeah, yeah. The okay. Boom series were all the individual issues. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitively Dangerous is when Joe Books took all those individuals allowed Aaron Sparrow and James Silvani to rewrite some of the dialogue and then republished it all together in one big volume. And you prefer that version over the individual boom, right? I absolutely do. Yeah. Okay. And all we right. will definitely go into detail why, when we get there, let's not do that now. Why, mm-hmm. you know, why bother now? Yeah. But, all right. So Mike, what we got going on today, man? So we are going to count down our top tens based not on which ones are our favorites based on our scores. We can talk about a little bit about our favorites. Though, we can. Too, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, luckily for me, most of my, the ones I gave fives to are my favorites, uh, give or take maybe one or two, mm-hmm. but my top five, top 10 list today is pretty close to my favorites list. Okay. Based on our scores, Mike, um, I had several that kind of fit in the top 10 because I had a whole bunch of 4.5s. So I kind of just picked my favorite, Mike. I kind of cheated. I, I pushed. A little bit and i ended up with a top 11 so well, bear with me <laughs> i kind of i kind of got lucky because i gave exactly 10 episodes fives see i only gave six a five <laughs> uh I, w- I i was a lot more generous than you were with my fives i guess a lot more generous i saw a lot of twos i saw a lot of 1.5s i saw a lot of threes i'm like man i was harsh on these scores man <laughs> sometimes you were nicer than i was and sometimes you were a lot harsher than me mm-hmm but in general, our scores lined up pretty well. Like a lot of times we thought about pretty much the same thing. The only time we were really different was Battle of the Brain Teasers. You did not <laughs> like that one, and I loved it. 
All right, so my, I'm going to throw a little twister at you. What's our production air date on this uh, top 10? <laughs> I had to uh, ask you that. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm going to miss asking you that, man. I'm going to miss October 7th, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really going to miss asking you that, man. That's how we always got this thing going. Once well, I started best, that question, we started rolling, you know? Well, then the best I can do is try to find out exactly when each issue was published when we do the comics. okay i'll work with as as i can do i mean the writers will all be the same Mm -hmm. the artists will be too so it's not going to be like oh what is this today hanho what is this today sun woo no not anymore (laughs) it's all james silvani pretty much all right so we'll get there yeah we'll get there we'll definitely get there uh, you know, we, we also like, since we're doing some videos for the YouTube people, we can actually show the different covers, you know, for the... Yeah, we'll do, we'll, from here on out, we'll do everything on Zoom, and I'm going to have the actual issues with me while we okay. do it, so we'll be able to actually show what the covers look like, and we can open to certain pages. I have doubles of everything, so it won't be too hard for me. Okay. All right, so Mike, you want to start us off with uh, our bottom five you want me to go first or you want to go first yeah let's do our bottom fives um because you know we didn't love every episode so will mm-hmm. why don't you go first all right you want me to go first with our starting bottom. starting with your least worst all the way down to the absolute to the, worst all right so this is just based on our score this is not uh based on what i personally think and this one dodged it i think because we reviewed it so early so my Bottom five, not the worst, but like had the highest score of the bottom five, Apes of Wrath. Yeah, it's amazing how often Apes of Wrath came up whenever we talked about the worst episodes. Yeah, that that is the one I hate the most. And it, it dodged a bullet because I think I was being more generous towards the beginning. And then as we kept progressing, I was like, man, this episode, you know, I started giving uh, harsher scores. Yeah, I'm I'm very easy on that one because it aired in the first week of shows and I'm very nostalgic toward that first week. Okay. All right. Number four for me is Double Dark Wings. Got a All one. All right. Okay. Number three is Planet of the Capes. Got a one also. Yeah, I remember you not liking that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, UFO. Got also got a one. Right. And, and... Dun, 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 the worst score for me. 0.7 dirty something oh all right <laughs> i am totally not surprised all right you go my my score shouldn't surprise anybody we have a couple that are in you know we have a couple that are the same um my least worst was double dark wings just like you um i gave that one a one next up was uh Far- uh all's fahrenheit love and war which I, I just do not like that episode. It just does nothing either. for me. I gave that one a one as well. And then here's one you're going to be upset by. Uh, next up is Quack of Ages. I gave that, that one a half a star. Half a Gascon canister. Mm-hmm. I just... I, that one got it, a bad score with me too. It got it like a 1.5 with me. Quacker Jack can't even save that one. Mm-mm. And then finally are the two episodes I gave zeros to. Oh, um, there was two. I know one of them. <laughs> one of them was Dirty Something. Because, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah, but you know, at the very, very bottom, I mean, they both got zeros, but one got like a harder zero from me. Um, was paint misbehaving again? The only Darkwing Duck episode I, 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 I I don't want to say hate, but it comes the closest. I really, I really dislike paint misbehaving, but enough with the negativity. 
Yeah, a lot of negativity there. <laughs> so let's go on to our top 10s, although in your case, top 11s. Yeah, so I'll go so, twice then, right? Yeah, so we're going to jump back and forth. You'll give your 10, I'll give my 10, and so on and so forth. But since you ended up with 11, yeah, you might as well to... go first and give your thoughts about why you chose each one. We should definitely give these best ofs their due. Really. Okay, okay, okay. So starting off for me with number 11, we're going to kick it off with the band episode, Hot Spells. Yep. I think uh, I think we've talked a lot about why you love that one so much. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so we don't need to really get into that one. That one's kind of recent. Also, check out it's more recent of our podcasts, and we got a great interview with um John Binky. Is it Binky? Banky. Yeah. Banky and um Jim Peterson. Yes, we did. That was awesome. Yeah. So some behind the scenes stuff, information on hot spells. All right, here we go. Now we're into the final ten. Number ten. Owen and uh, Tiff, y'all would love this one. Dry Hard. Why do you like that one so much? Uh, I just It's the origin story of Liquidator. I think Liquidator is so under underestimated. He's off the radar to me, you know, especially for people's uh, favorite villains. Uh, it's, it's a great story. He's so OP in that episode too, man. You know, it's so a good one. It, it's a really good one. Uh, the ending's a little weak. But overall, I, I just love that episode from beginning to end, man. He, he's a great villain in that one. I never had any idea until we did this podcast how popular that episode was. Mm. I, and Liquidator. I had no idea how many people love this episode and this character. <laughs> so right. my number 10 is uh, Quiverwing Quack. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's a really good Goslin episode. I think it's one of her best for her relationship with Darkwing. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely one of the greatest Negaduck episodes. Oh, okay. uh, I think it's great. I think it's one of Dev Ross's best, although her name's all over some of these episodes we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of her best, one of the best Goslin shows. So that's my number 10. Okay. All right. My number nine, A Brush with Oblivion. Ooh. Yeah, that one got a 4.5 with me, Mike. Uh, Splatter Phoenix's intro is a great intro for her. Um, it's a great episode with Honker. It, it kind of got us away from the usual Darkwing, LP, and Goslin. Yeah. It, you know, so it, it was different. We had a new villain, Honker using his brain. Honker was being scared. It's, it's just great, man. It's a great episode. Now, my number nine is A Star is Scorn. I love, I love how out of the box this one is. I love how it's just, it's not canon. It's mm-hmm. just making fun of the TV industry, all these great jokes. Uh, the, va- the the potato muddle, uh, the the mushroom zombie muddlefoots. It's mm-hmm. one of the best bush root shows, and even the Sun Wu animation is really really fun. I I love how meta it is. It's a really great one. I love it. Okay, it's a good one. I, I, I like that one. All right, where are we at? Number eight. Yes. All right, number eight. Whiffle while you work. Oh geez, who would have thought? <laughs> I gotta go with that one, man. It's my boy Quacker Jacket. It's not an origin, but it's his intro, ain't it? Yeah, he never got an origin, really. Yeah. Well, he kind of does in the in the comics, right? The annual kind of. Eh. Well, Banana Brain kind of got it on that. But one. yeah, kind of. Yeah, we never exactly learned what really how he became Quacker Jack, apart from him going insane because of Wiffle Boy. Mm-hmm. But that's not very in depth, is it? Yeah. But I, I love Wiffle while you work. Uh, I know you don't like some of the animation for it, but to me, I still can't keep it down. And it's a great episode to be. It's still a good one. No, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to hear complaints for me, even though it isn't in my top 10. Yeah. 
Okay, so next for me, my number eight is my Valentine Ghoul. Um, it's my favorite Morgana episode, and it's one of my favorite Negaduck episodes too. When you put those two together, it's like absolute magic. Negaduck and Morgana, they're great, but every single joke lands in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's one of the funniest of all time. It's a fun Valentine's Day episode. You got Archie, you can squeak, you got Goslin in it too. Mm-hmm. It's just... I, I, I love it. It's great. And I, I love that we got Tiffany on that one, too. She had a lot of fun with that. Okay. Um, so that's my number eight, Valentine Ghoul. All right. Number seven. This one, I actually kind of, it barely made number seven with a 4.7 score. So I kind of broke our four and a half or four or half, whatever scores we were doing. And uh, it's my favorite under the radar uh, episode. Can you guess, Mike? I don't know. You don't know? No, it's inside Binky's brain. Okay, yeah, you love that one. <laughs> I I'm love it, man. <laughs> yep. All right, that one's Mike? a good one. My number seven is the only ABC season two on this list. It's Steerminator. Because I, I can't argue with that. That's a great one, man. How can you go wrong with Taurus Bulba? Mm-hmm. And I have to stick something from season two in here, and. From the art direction to just Tim Curry's performance, it's a really solid episode. Um, it's just a great sequel to Darkly Dawn's The Duck, and it's like one of those must-watches. You, you got to see it. Okay. All right. Well, my number six, Mike. To me, personally, this is not a top 10 episode for me, but when I watch the episode, it is flawless. Uh, I really like it but it's just not my personal favorite, but I, I can't knock it at all. Uh, and it's the original Negaduck episode. Yeah, I love that one. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's not in my personal top 10, but if we're being unbiased and being fair, like we're scoring, it does fit my top 10 with that. It's, it's a solid episode beginning to end, man. I remember that was one of our first records where we were pretty much on fire through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And we, it was the first one we had a lot of fun with, like just laughing at everything. I remember that was our first truly fantastic record. Like I went back to listen to that and it was like one of our, one of our first great ones. And it was just, that's just a fantastic episode. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you think that. <laughs> well, I'm getting, I'm getting back to that episode. Okay. Okay. Um, so my number six is one I have in common with you. I put it higher. It's A Brush with Oblivion. Hey. Uh, same reasons. We had Honker's best episode. Splatter Phoenix is really cool. Mm-hmm. I love all the paintings. You kind of learn something watching this one. Um, Herb and Binky are great. And um, I think this is one of the best Australia episodes of Darkwing Duck 2. The animation's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And um, also, I'm nostalgic to- toward the record because we had Kitty Lee on there. And she was Honker the whole time. How awesome is that, that we got to record with her as Honker the whole episode? That is just so cool, man. That was a lot of fun. I'm so glad we did it that way. So Mm -hmm. one of my favorites, definitely one of my favorites from the first ABC season, too. It's really great. So you're number five, Will. All right, number five. Um, I got mixed feelings about this one. I I do like this episode. I don't know if it would be in my personal top five, though. It would definitely be in my top ten. Uh, it's Justice Ducks. All right. You really can't argue with that. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I noticed I gave two different scores with part one and part two. But part two, I think, got a perfect five for me. And then part one got like a 4.8. So I was like, I'll just put them together. Just one episode, you know. 
but you did say at the, on when we recorded it that together you would give it a five. So. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely Justice Does gets a five. It's number five for me. And my number five, you know, at this point, my top five is my personal top five, like in this exact order. It's mm -hmm. just funny how that worked out. Um, <laughs> well, I had to, since they all got tens, I had to order them via preference. Okay. So in the end, my top five is my personal top five. So number five is comic book capers. Um, I love uh, Jim. That's Jim Peterson in them, the trio, right? Yup. Okay. I love the visuals. I love Australia in this one. Megavolt is great. And just all the jokes, little running gags, super bunny, just everything works about this one. It's one of the, it's one of the greats. It shows just how out of the box Darkwing Duck was going to be like mm -hmm. no other Disney show would have done this kind of story. And it's just, it's a truly fantastic episode. I love it. Okay. All right. So number four for me, Mike. Uh, it's probably going to be your number one. <laughs> uh, like the Negaverse and everything. So I'll keep my mouth shut. You just tell everybody why. Uh, this one is, is is solid. It's like, to me, it's kind of like we get more... We get more information on the new newer version of Negaduck, not the original one. Right. Um, the story's well-written. Uh, Darkwing, you know, fighting the, the the fearsome five, but he beats him a lot easier this time, of course, you know, all by himself without the, you know, um, Justice Ducks. And, yeah. you know, I'm really stuttering here because there's a lot I want to say at one time why this is in my top five. But also, like, you know, the whole joke with the Negaverse where it's kind of reversed, but it's kind of not. And then that, that one part I'll never forget during our recording was when he said he looks just like me and in a black and white TV. That's such a great joke. Oh, my God. Like, even as a kid, I remember laughing at that part so hard. Uh, now, this is not one of my personal favorite. Yes, Quacker Jack's in it. But there's some reason these next few are a little stronger to me, you know? Of course. Yeah. So, you all right, you go ahead, Mike. My number four is uh, Negaduck. Uh, my personal favorite from the first ABC season. Mm -hmm. I think it's just so funny. It's okay. just so manic, so insane. I love a lot of the special effects at the end, just the two Darklings fighting. The Japan animation's great. You got Megavolt. How can you go wrong with this one? Yeah. Again, we had so much fun when we recorded this one. It was just, it's great. It's love it. I agree, man. Like I said, it's not one of my personal favorite, but being unbiased is just so solid from beginning to end, man. You can't knock it. Not one it bit. It tells a good story. It's really silly. And it's mm -hmm. just, it's words fail me with this one because it's just that good. Yeah. All right. So number Top three. three time. Yeah, here we go. Number three, Dead Duck. Ah. Yeah, Dead Duck, man. I, I love this episode. And of course, it has Darkwing being dead and, you know, the Grim Reaper and all that stuff that the, the usual that people like about the episode and the, the whole finger trip. Yeah. Um, but Megavolt is hilarious in this one, man. He just is just like he's on like cloud nine that he killed Darkwing. He's on TV with it and everything. He wrote. Mm -hmm. a, didn't he write a book or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wrote the Doing book. Doing with a superhero. So fun and profit. Yeah, and he was on the, the Darkwing version of Oprah show, I remember. It's yep. just, it's hilarious, man. And it's, you know, Morgana's in it. She yeah, doesn't have a big role, but she's in it. Well, guess what? What's Dead that? Duck is my number three, too. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> well, and you tell us more then. <laughs> again, for all the same reasons, you got some great voice actors. You got Death. You got Beelzebub. You didn't mention him. Oh, uh, yeah. He's he is funny. Uh, Megavolt is great as always. Um, Morgana, small role, but she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, the Disney Japan animation is always going to be fantastic. And you just got so many great jokes like Darkwing's face on a road cone in the cemetery is one of my favorite Darkwing duck jokes. Just mm. the smiling Polaroid taped to the road cone is hilarious. Goslin's shoes coming to life, the finger thing, you know, I can't do that, but I whatever. can't do it either. <laughs> um, and even the ending is just fantastic with him wanting to throw a party and be Bubs in the oven. Mm-hmm. And there's the rug I always trip over. I love that rug. It's just, it's one of my all-time favorites. Okay. Again, good. I love it. All so, right. top two. All right, number two, Fungus Among Us. I saw that one coming. <laughs> yeah, Fungus Among Us, man. Uh, it's a Morgana episode. She dominates, even though she got the whole macabre there and then the whole thing with the pizza. This is this was her intro, right? Besides Justin, oh, yeah. this was out of order. No, this was her intro, air date and production order. Okay, so this was her intro, and she's the villain in it, but you can tell there's some chemistry with her and Darkwing. Uh, the, the the visual with the, remember how the episode started with the two uh, ghost dogs? Oh, yeah. Oh, Great my visuals. God. Great visual, man. The shadows is dark. Australia nailed it. Yeah, man. This is it's a killer episode. All right, Mike, you're number two? So my number two, uh, it's both parts of Justice Ducks because I gave them both a five. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't not give them both a five. In my mind, they're one episode. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like this is this is one of the greatest Darkwing Duck episodes, storylines really of all time. You have mm-hmm. the origin of the Fearsome Five, the, the first episode to bring back the, the new Nega Duck. You got gizmo duck in it you got morgana you got stigma and neptunia you have all the other characters in it too Shush, you, got Gosl- you got goslin you got Launchpad. they're all in it but just the story is great with just darkwing getting more and more aggravated by everybody trying to help and mm-hmm. just you know the second and third most painful moments of my life is fantastic and that switch stuff at the end, toward the end, without further ado the switch and the, <laughs> the big overdone death trap just the fearsome four going to revolt, planning a mutiny, and then backing on it as soon as Negaduck shows up. Mm-hmm. Every single thing about this episode is great. The Electra Slave device, Negaduck bouncing off the power lines at the end. Just this is Kevin Campbell and Brian Swinland's masterpiece. I mean, that and not in Negaverse, <clears throat> getting to that one. But um, <laughs> it's, it is, it deserved to be adapted in a comic form. It deserved to be released on, D, on VHS. Mm-hmm. It is like, if anybody said, show me Darkwing Duck, I would go right to this because it's like everything you want in Darkwing Duck. Darkwing's a jerk through the whole thing. Then he has to, you know, swallow his pride and be part of a team. Mm-hmm. Negaduck with a chainsaw. Morgana getting her powers wrong, Gizmoduck being a pain in the neck. It's got everything. Absolutely. I love this one so much. I, okay, I keep saying that for everything, though, don't I? <laughs> well, you know, Mike, you know, before we get into number one, let's do a few honorable mentions. You cool yes, with that? Yes, let's do that. Yeah, go All ahead. All right. Uh, off the top of my head, I want to give Kama Chameleon uh, a nomination for that honorable mention. That, that To me, I, I love... 
uh camille the chameleon she's awesome it's a great episode it had a 4.5 on my scores i think a four or 4.5 yeah you rated it you rated it pretty high yeah so i definitely want to give that an honorable mention uh you get the next one and i'll come back to another honorable mention okay it's I would be wrong. I would I would definitely not feel right if I didn't throw an honorable honorable mention for that sinking feeling. Ah. It's really hard. I mean, that was my first. Mm-hmm. That was a Darkwing Duck episode I woke up to watch. And that was my first one. The first episode made, and it just, it changed my, you know, honestly, it changed my life. When you really think about it, where mm-hmm. I am right now, what we're doing, mm-hmm. it's the episode that changed my life. I, it's not the best episode, but it's the most one of the, I think it's the most important Darkwing Duck episode because it was first. Okay. So I have to mention it. Yeah, uh, another, what's another one of yours? Uh, Toys R Us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool with that one too. Yeah, I think that's the probably the most underrated Quacker Jack episode. Oh, it's I think it's a definitive Quacker Jack episode because it's all about him. Mm-hmm. There's right, nobody you... else up. There's nobody else upstaging him in that one. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> Do you have another I, one? Yeah, I'll give it up to for uh, frequency fiends, just oh, because Megavolt is freaking hilarious in this one. Mm-hmm. Like it's his funniest episode, but like he just got the three frequency fiends voiced by all the different voice actresses. Return of Wiffle Boy, and again, it's just funny. And I, <laughs> I have to mention that one too. You want to do one more? Yeah, I'll do one more. I'm looking through my scores right now, and I see there's some that uh you have already mentioned that i gave 4.5 to so i guess i'm gonna go with time and punishment okay yeah you know what i'm glad one of us mentioned it yeah i just wanted to at least mention it uh i know you like that episode a lot more than i did but you know you get dark warrior duck the whole dark warrior dark queen slash goslin you know the the combination of their love for each other and everything you know the the turn them back into a good guy so uh, that, that that's one for me. How about you? You got one more for honorable yeah. mention? My last one, and I feel like lots of people listening at this point are like, why haven't you guys mentioned this one yet? Mm-hmm. Um, so I will mention Darkly Dawn's the Duck, both parts together as one story, because again, it's the origin, not the pilot, but it's the origin. <laughs> it introduces us to Goslin and Launchpad and Taurus Bulb is a force to be reckoned with, and the lullaby is just amazing. And you got the best of Australia and Disney Japan in this one, too. Mm-hmm. And again, for most people, this was the first time they saw Darkwing Duck. Um, you know, most people can't forget it airing with the, the Mickey Mouse Club thing and the Darkwing rap. And I just wish the entire thing with the opening scene was legally available to watch. So people could watch the whole thing the way it was made. But mm-hmm. I had to mention it because most people say it's one of the best. It didn't end up in our top tens. Um, I know you really aren't much of a fan of it. You've been outspoken about that recently. Yeah. Um, but I felt like I had to mention this one. Yeah. You know, I'm going to um, cheat on I'm going to cheat uh, on you, Mike, real quick. I got one more honorable mention. I just have to mention because it's a sleeper. The sky's the limit. Yeah, that one's funny. It's it's a sleeper episode, man. It's not solid, like great. It's not a tier one to me, but man, it's it's under the radar, man. After you get after you've been watching the the Justice Ducks and the Nega verses over and over, the Dry Hards. To me, want something to watch. Yeah, you want something to watch. The sky's the limit, man. It's it's a real sleeper. And just you know what? Two quick ones. I'll give it up for Stress to Kill and Adopticon. 
that's it. I'm done. You love about the con. That's your baby. It's it's funny. (laughs) What do you want from me? It's good. (laughs) No, I'm not knocking it. I just know that's one of your favorites, though. Yeah, but just it didn't hit my top 10, though. Um, So here we go. I think everybody knows what our number ones are. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of pretty anticlimactic. We've been pretty <laughs> outspoken about our favorite episodes, mm-hmm. but go for it. All right. So the episode that had got the highest score out of every episode we ever did, because Mike couldn't top it with the score I gave it, it got it a score of an infinity. And we're talking about dun, 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 the haunting of Mr. Banana Brain or the triumphant. What was it called? The triumphant triumph of Darkwing Duck. A, a Darkwing Duck. Yeah, man um yes yes you know (laughs) that episode i miss phil hartman that episode man like to me mike is just flawless man it's 100 it's like a diamond in a diamond in the rough a needle in the haystack uh you know we got the um the jack in the box you know, it gets it going. We got Banana Brain has like his own personality. Banana Brain even shines a little bit in this one. Cracker Jacks, yeah. you know, Cracker Jack starts it all. Banana Brain takes it to the middle a little bit. And then Patty Whack and Phil Hartman, they take the red. Like, I don't even care about Darkwing and them in this episode at all. To me, this is like a villain's galore. Like, it's a Man, villain's but takeover. The, but Goslin's narration really makes this episode too. Yeah, it does too. You know, and, and the, the intro, the narration at the beginning really cracks it up and then like it kind of goes to like a spooky deal you know what we kind of should have gave a honorable mention to the posy episode what was that one called oh night of the living spud that's a great one man or bushrew we haven't mentioned a single one of his solo episodes <laughs> yeah man so everybody else has gotten mentioned negaduck megavolt quacker jack even tuscanini we've mentioned him Bushroot is just, man, I feel bad for him sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we got to see Patty Whack with his cameo in um, DuckTales 2017. 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, when we first saw anything Darkwing related besides the bobblehead in the TV series, remember the first episode where they really got pushed in there? The first thing we saw was the Jack in the Box. Yes. And we saw Cracker Jack's hand and it got it going. And it, it came from that episode. And remember when we interviewed Dev Ross? She said the inspiration of that episode was just the Jack in a Box. That's what yeah. got it going. I mean, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was such a great interview. Yeah, man. Man, she wrote some fantastic episodes, man. Yeah, and, and I know I know, Banana Brain is considered just a lackey, but in this episode, I think he's kind of uplifted a little more as a lackey, just a little bit, you know, and I mean, he, he, he shines. He, I mean, he's barely a lackey. He's a stuffed animal. <laughs> but here he yeah here he becomes something else entirely okay um so my turn mm-hmm. i guess for my number one um obviously life the negaverse <laughs> and everything um I, I really do think most people think of this as one of the greatest tarping duck episodes ever made it's on everybody's top five it really is mm-hmm. um but the first time i saw it i was blown away it's got everybody important in it. Uh, the Fearsome Five, the Muddled Foots, and the story is just great. You'll learn more about Negaduck, like you said. The idea of a whole backwards universe and a birthday cake is just so absurd. It's just funny. Um, the Quacker Jacks clown with the axes is just such a funny but really creepy visual. Tank as a nerd, Honker as a biker dude, 
And oh my God, the Disney Japan animation is some of their best work in any Disney show. Mm-hmm. Like this is such a special episode. It's one of the absolute masterpieces of Darkwing Duck. And it's the first episode I was able to memorize start to finish as a kid. Yeah. And no. that's how that's how many times I watched it. You know, something we, we haven't mentioned, but to me, why this is a uh, something that's really that I can memorize about this episode. We've heard the Negadut theme before, Bum, but on this episode, it it like. It really hits and it stands out on this episode. Like this is like, I think to me, I can't speak for you, Mike. This is like the first time you know it's the Negaduck theme. Like it's after this one, there's no question about it. This is his theme locked in, you know? This episode cements Negaduck. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, he made a great first impression in Justice Ducks. And then he, what did he came back next in Air Date? Secret Origins of Darkwing Duck, which we both agree is not really Negaduck. Mm-hmm. And then you had Going Nowhere Fast, which was good. But then this one came along and it just, this just cemented Negaduck as like top tier. Yeah. Like after this one, there was no going back from him. From He was just a beast after this one. Mm-hmm. And he looks just like me. <laughs> oh it's, man. That was one of the best jokes. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I forgot about Honker and them being reversed on there. Honker stood out to me too, man. I forgot about that. Good performance by Katie. Mm-hmm. Like really good. It's just fun to listen to the uh, the voice actors change their characters a bit. Yeah. Right. One of the best. <laughs> I love the Muddlefoots. Oh man, Mike. It's sad that we had to do this, but maybe one day I'm going to go back and rescore them like as my personal favorites and stuff like that and do my yeah. personal top 10. Because I feel like a few episodes got to kind of let that. But, you know, it, it's hard to, like, squeeze all these episodes into 10, man. It's really hard. Were there any episodes that you changed your mind about completely when you finally watched it for the podcast? Um, extinct Possibility. That's me, too. I was going to say the exact same thing. I was so hard on that until I studied it. And then I'm like, hey, I actually like this one. Um, any others? Malice's Restaurant. Okay. Um, hot spells for me. Hot spells for you. Notice it's ABC season two where we were kind of turned around on. Yeah. I had such a stigma about those episodes, but when we had to watch them like one at a time, spread out amongst how many weeks, I think it made it easier for me to enjoy them because normally I just marathon them all in one shot. Mm-hmm. But now that I had to spread them out and watch them slowly. I enjoyed them more than I thought I was going to. I mean, nothing's ever going to make me like paint misbehaving, but hot spells and extinct possibility. And even broadcast news. I like more now than I ever did. I remember before we even started the podcast, you said you didn't like that episode broadcast news. Yeah. I still don't (laughs) love it, but I like it more. Okay. Um, I gotta go with, it's a wonderful leaf. I was never crazy about that episode as a kid, but when we rewatched it and, and I watched it like for Bushroot, I was like, yo, this episode Bushroot went off, man. This is a great one for him. We were really like positive towards Bushroot when we did that one. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess, I guess that's it. We're talking about the show. Yeah. Well, well, one last, 
one character that really grew on me re-watching all this uh, for the for the good side, Mike. Yeah. Nat- Natunia. Yeah, you love her. Yeah, man. She really grew on me, you know, on, on the good side. I can't think of any characters I would say I like more now. Um, actually, I think I appreciate Tuscanini more. I agree with you on that. I do appreciate him more. But I think the way we analyze the episodes, one thing I slowly realized, Steelbeak isn't a very consequential villain. We have not mentioned him once. No. He's none of his episodes, except for Steerminator, which was only a cameo. cameo That's not his in, episode like that. You know? Yeah, but we haven't mentioned any episodes he was in. I feel like Steelbeak is well loved as a character. He is. I don't, I don't personally think his episodes are very good. I like I like one episode he was in a lot. That's Tiff of the Titans. I That's should have one. mentioned that before. That's mm-hmm. the only Steelbeak episode I think is great. Other than that, I don't think his episodes are all that great. But Adopt a Con and A Duck by Any Other Name are two Tuscanini episodes I go back to a lot. I did like Waterway to Go. It's not, it's not, it's not a power knocker for me, but it, it's straight. I'm cool with it. Uh, I didn't like the the which one was he on with the guy? Oh, oh, oh. oh um, smarter than a speeding bullet. We didn't yeah. like cleanliness is next to badliness. We weren't all that. We were, didn't like much. Is that uh, the one ba- with ammonia pine? Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't uh, like that one. Bad tidings. We were very indifferent about Darping Squad. We were very indifferent about. Um, we liked. Bearskin Thug, but it was only at the very end of that. Yeah, he didn't show it to the very, very end. Okay, I'll give you this. Trading Faces is good. That's a, yeah. But okay. it's no masterpiece. No, 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 not a masterpiece, but it's solid. We like, though, we like Stillbeak, though. I like him. I think he's a great character, but it's just, mm-hmm. he's, he's stuck being a foul villain. And unfortunately, they couldn't do much with foul. So Stillbeak never got to grow. Mm-hmm. It's a shame, but um, I do appreciate Tuscanini more. Yeah, I'll say that. Okay. All right. So, Mike, man, uh, for the wow. people tuning in for the first time, where can they find us, man? Uh, we're everywhere: Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes, Pandora, iHeartRadio, uh, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Facebook. Or you could, if you really want to see our faces, hi. Uh, you could watch us on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> which is how we're going to do this going forward you're going to see our faces if you watch us on youtube yeah it's just easier this way okay and i got a shout out mike i got a shout out to tammy letter uh sorry if i mispronounced your last name tammy but uh tammy actually did help us out with a few of our giveaways she donated like some funko pops some comics and stuff that we did on some giveaways yeah uh, she's been very helpful with that i've noticed yeah and we did a um the katie lee funko pop autographs uh giveaway and she won she won <laughs> so that, that was really cool man well, you, you know what you give a little you get a little yep so yeah um, she she was excited that she was getting that very excited i have a shout out and this i mentioned him before but I think this is like the first shout out I've actually done for him. Um, Tim Van Hall, he is writing, and I've mentioned this, uh, a book about the Disney afternoon. This is not the Disney sanctioned one. This is um, unlicensed, which means it's going to have a lot more info, a lot more juicy stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Um, I talked to him recently and it looks like this thing's getting released in the next four to five months. It's going to final editing 
as we're recording this, so it should be out soon. And the exciting news for me and you, Will, is that our podcast was used for reference in this and is going to be mentioned, which is exciting. (laughs) We're going to be in print. That's cool, man. That's so dope. (laughs) Maybe not my personal name, but at least I'll take the St. Canard files if you throw that in there. Yeah, it, it might get people going back and discovering us and watching from the very beginning. And I'm mm-hmm. excited for this book. After I've talked to him a lot in the past two, three years, and this is going to be fantastic. I'm glad it's finally getting done. I found out the Disney sanctioned book, uh, Disney Afternoon, the making of a television renaissance, mm-hmm. will definitely be out next fall because Disney is saving it for something. Um, who knows what? He mentioned something about D23, but it's still happening. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried earlier this week because it's it's Amazon page disappeared. Uh, and I was worried it wasn't going to happen. But Tim told me it is it is going to happen, but it sounds like his book's coming out first. Okay. And believe me when I tell you, based on what he's told me, this is going to be be all end all. So when it comes out, we'll, of course, review it. We'll talk about it. But, you know, and Tim says he listens to all the episodes. He's a bit behind, but he wants to catch up. So, hey, Tim, thank you for all your support. I appreciate it. All right. Well, Mike, I got one more shout out I want to give. One more. But I'm going to let you name this person. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. This person, the first clue would give away. So let me throw that clue a little bit. But this person is really hardcore into Darkwing. And he'll, like, freeze frames and he'll find things. Um, Oh. (laughs) You know where (laughs) I'm going. And then, okay, so since you know who it is, I'm going to give the giveaway clue. He's obsessed. He's obsessed with the bridge. <laughs> so, one more question: It's night as we record this. Is it daytime where he is? Ah, uh, it could <laughs> it's, be. It's, it's it's Tim Partridge. <laughs> he's our UK friend who was on Dry Hard. Yeah, on Dry Hard, and uh, he finds some strange and unusual things. Sometimes it's like, man, really, Tim, you really pausing the 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 episode just for that one scene? But sometimes I'm like, whoa, how did you spot that? You know. It really bothers him when art shows more than two sections to the bridge, especially on DuckTales, which got like four or five. (laughs) (laughs) But we we love you, Tim. Thank you for being, he's like one of our most supportive friends. Oh yeah, definitely. Like he he listens in the morning and immediately goes on our Facebook chats and like is complimenting what we do. Um, So we really do appreciate that. Thank you so much, Tim. From like the very beginning, he's been a big fan. All right. So, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, we didn't even give it a name, so we just going to have to say top 10 by scores or something. I don't know. We'll come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, next week should be an episode of me and Stan. Don't hold me to that, but I will try my best to get a, a, a comic review from the Disney Adventures. I believe uh, the episode is called uh, A Watt to Remember. Remember? Remember? Something like that. It's a Megavolt one. Yeah, I'm not as well versed as in those later Disney adventures and Disney afternoon mm-hmm. Marvel comic stories as you guys are. I don't own a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I want to try to find them, but you know, that's that stands thing. And guys, if if the, a couple of Mondays go by and there's nothing, don't worry. You know, we are we have a whole like we said we have a whole weeks and weeks worth of stuff planned. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's gonna wrap up this episode, everybody. And remember, stay dangerous. Have a good night. Good night, everyone.